Time's yours. We are live. <laughs> it is still the play sports pod number 11. Wah, wah, you, are, wah, 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 wah. you are hearing us live wah. from the Lehigh Valley and then also DG3's in Pittsburgh. What's Holding up? Down the berg. What's up, DG3? I'm no, everything. It's great. It's great. What, so, a, what a way to end the summer. Holy cow. Holy cow. It is Labor Day weekend. It is the official end of summer. And the Phillies are hot. hot, 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 hot. Hey, uh, hey, Colin, not yeah. to get real deep on us real early, but it's interesting. Some people believe, you know, people believe in all sorts of things. Some people believe in, in God or a higher power. Uh, some people believe in crazy stuff like a flat earth. But my question for you, Colin, is a simple one. Con, do you believe in life after love? You're damn right I do. <laughs> we got make, a new song. We got a new song. We yes. got we got overalls. We got yes. so many things happening in the month of August. Yes. Hello to everybody listening. I am so glad to be back, DG3. It's good to see you. Uh, the last time we talked was the day after the standing ovation. It's hard to believe it's been Show almost four weeks. I'm sorry to everybody who's a fan of this, but it's been four weeks since we've been able to get together. And we're back, baby. We are back. We're back. We are back. And we've been doing a lot more standing ovations in the meantime, by the way. We sure have. Because the Phillies have won a lot of games and hit a lot of homers in August. <laughs> oh, what an August it was. Okay, so uh, 59 home runs. In the month of August, the most ever by a National League team in any month ever. Well, 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 minus one team. Oh, uh, am I missing someone? It's the trend. Oh, my, oh, damn, my, damn, Braves. It's the trend that we've said all year. Every uh, time we do something good, every time we do something great, something historic, there's one thing that we always, one asterisk that we have to put next to it, and it's that we've done it better than everybody else, except for one team. The Braves. That's in our division, the Braves. <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. What was it? 61, I think, in, in July. I don't know, July. In July. It was last month. Gosh. But third all time, not even they, just say I know third all time, tied for third all time, most home runs in a month. Uh, behind the leader, who who is who? Dan, uh, at uh, behind Atlanta Braves, and then the number one all time yes. ever. Yes, the New York Yankees. I'm walking in. I'm walking here with 74 home runs in the month. It's unbelievable. Yeah, we got a rich history. We stink now, but we got a rich history. Yeah, 27 fucking World Series. Who cares? <laughs> they fucking suck now. <laughs> so you can take your money and your payroll and you can shovel it. I, I hate the fact that, yes, we have to curtail every Phillies positive Unreal. stat with their, their first if it weren't for them. Damn Atlanta Braves. Yeah, good for the Braves. Good for the Braves. And I can't wait to watch Hoskins when he comes back in the playoffs and take Spencer Strider deep with that dumbass mustache he has. Who was it? Was it Alec Bowman? It's, it's really hard to know the answer to this because there have truly been so many incredible moments, so many home runs. But I want to say it was the game the other day when they were down 
I believe, two runs. Alec bomb, 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 bomb. bomb. In a three-run bomb to, I think, take the lead. I know, I'm sorry, there's a lot of I thinks here, but I say all this to say he did a bat spike. I think it was him. He did a bat spike that was co pretty comparable to the famous Reese Hoskins off Strider. He, it was a little different. He kind of walked a little bit further down the baseline, but he did kind of do a throw the bat to the ground, look out, look over at the dugout type move. It was awesome. Are you sure you're not talking about the game where he got thrown out for throwing his bat down for a bad called strike three? That's another thing that happened, but 100% was a home run because I remember watching it and going, whoa. That kind of looked a little like Reese. That kind of looked a little bit like Reese. He had made it further down the baseline, whereas Reese was like maybe one, two step, threw it directly down, just threw it down into the core of the earth. Baum had a little more trajectory on it, but still a lot of comps there. Felt inspired by Reese. So just a quick look through uh, the game log on ESPN. Boom did hit a home run to make it 5-2 against the Cardinals on... The 25th, which was last Friday. Yeah. Is, is that is that it? Is that the game? Yeah. Yeah. I do believe so. Yeah. I do believe so. Boehm's been good. Stott's been good. Uh, Trey Turner's been good. Bryce Harper's been really good. Really can I, good. Stats? Can I go stats? Can I go stats? Stat me. Stat me. Players, bro. August, home runs. Jake Cave, four. Bryson Stott, three. Stott. He's got five. Alec, bum, 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 five. Nick Cassianos, the Italian Spanish stallion, eight. Trey Turner, nine home runs. Kyle nine. Schwarber, ten nine. home runs. Oh, ten. Bryce Harper, ten home runs. It's the whole team. It's the whole team. It's the whole team. Dude, They're beautiful. All doing it. 59 home runs, and even Jake Cave has four of them. Guys, come on. Let's go. I just hope they're not peaking too early. Bryce Harper, it's the whole team. There are guys that we will specifically mention, okay? There are, of course there are. And finally, Colin, it's the big dogs. The big dogs are finally hungry, and they're getting their, they're getting their food. They're getting their meat, man. It is so great. It's awesome. It's been awesome all year long to see the bottom of the lineup deliver to overperform. But it's about damn time that we see Schwarber, Turner, and Harper at the same time contributing in this kind of way. We've been waiting all year for it, I feel like. And we're getting it at the right time. To your point, yes, hopefully it's not a little too early. But you know what? Ah, man. I mean, Harper in his last seven games, in his last seven games, four home runs, batting 462. In his last 15 games, screw it. We'll just do last 30. So for the month, 336 with 10 home runs. Woo! He's been batting close to 500, man, in his last seven. He's seeing the ball so well right now. When he's finally got the power back, changes the, man, the leaders need to perform at the end of the day. The leaders of the team need to perform, and they are, and it's, and it made for one of the most entertaining regular season uh, months that I can ever remember. I could not agree more. I mean, even the last homestand going seven and two, it should have been eight and one. God forsake us, Craig Kimbrell in the ninth. Oh, that hurt. But Bryce Harper caps off a month where the Phillies have had the most home runs that they have ever had in a single month in franchise history, third all time in the whole MLB with his 300th home run. 
in the last game of the what what would it cap it, bro? You can't write the script. You cannot write this kind of script. That was to take the lead in the bottom of the eighth. You, what are we talking about, dude? We're talking uh, about the fightings. Said I it's so exciting. I know it sucks that they lost, but you gotta take it as a whole. That's baseball, I feel like, at least as as far as the regular season goes. And um and they're showing they're winning a lot of games via fight and grit, right? They're uh-huh. down. How many games have they been I down see. after the first five innings, four or five innings? Shout out to Jack, who's been making a fortune off fortune. of betting the betting the Phillies down early. Because yes, I hope you don't but bet the uh, no run first inning because it seems like whoever the Phillies pitcher is is giving up at least <laughs> one run in the first inning. It's maddening, and we're like, here we go again. But time after time again. Here we go. Uh, fourth inning, sixth inning, eighth inning, whatever inning. They're hitting the ball out of the ballpark. Trey Turner's been killing the ball. Bryce Harper, uh, wait, hold on. So real quick, I'm going to get to some stats here for uh, Trey Turner since the last time we talked. Okay. Yeah. Oh, since, please. Since, since the standing ovation on August 4th. <laughs> okay. Trey <laughs> Turner is batting 337 with nine home runs. And he has a slash line, for those of you who might be listening, who don't know what a slash line is, slash line is batting average, slugging percentage, which is total basis per at-bat, and then OPS, which is on base, plus your slugging percentage. Trey Turner is slashing 324, 676, and 1.043 which by all accounts fantastic. Yeah, is that good? Is that I, good? I that's pretty pretty good. And compare that to the freaking first half or really like any other month in the season or Where, all of them combined. Well, I I think before the standing O as a season he was batting like 235 and uh, who knows what his what his other slash numbers were. But um yeah, pretty good. Also, during the last nine-game homestand, Philly scored 70 runs in nine games at 7.8 per game. Pretty good. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so awesome. Bryce Harper has 10 home runs in this last month. He has 15 home runs on the season. <laughs> well, we it's were laughable. all... It's laughable. It's laughable. We were all saying though, once he came off that Tommy John surgery, like, yeah, the 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 power is seriously lacking from Harper. You could tell he was trying. He was just yeah. trying to get the ball out of the ballpark. He was he mad. Couldn't. I thought that Harper before August. I, I meant to say this and actually like ask you in the chat about it, but to me, he looked like he was playing like very mad and angry. And I know he always plays passionately, but it looked different. He looked mad. He looked mad. He was pissed. And, and I think. I, I'm not a doctor. I'm a, I'm a mere milieu therapist, uh, and I don't have any sources that back me up on this. But I have to imagine that there's got to be something to, if you get a Tommy John surgery, making sure you're still there. You still there? Yeah, I'm still there. Sorry, I don't know what happened. It's okay. If you get a Tommy John surgery, then you probably can't, strengthen that area or work out for a very long time 
I have to imagine. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's got to think. be something to that where, okay, when he came back, it didn't necessarily mean that he was at his strongest. He was just strong enough and healthy enough to play. But I'm sure that he was behind as far as like what his his physical peak normally would be. Thus, not being able to hit the ball as hard or as far. I have to believe there's something to that. Oh, there's no question. I mean, you get a surgery like that where it takes a pitcher 12 months to come back from and, and until they're at full peak. And he came back in six months. You right. can't expect him to come back in full form. It's like an NFL running back. If they get ACL surgery yeah. and they, they exactly. try to come back, I don't know, it's September when they when they tore it in December. Like they're not going to be at full peak, even if they're good to go. It doesn't mean they're 100 percent. It's you know what it to keep it Philly's reference. It's like the opposite of Reese Hoskins. They've been showing Reese, and he had a, what an ACL. He had a leg injury. Yeah, yeah, and they've been showing him, and what he's absolutely yoked from the waist up right now because all he can do is upper body. Right, he's <laughs> yoked. Right, he's like huge right now, and it's kind he of he looks good. Sure, but I'm sure he's way behind on like his his physical strength and his legs. You know, so. I have to believe there's something there. And I, I feel like he may maybe kind of back to his regular routine, rhythm, peak physical status. I don't know. I don't know. I hope so. Feels feels legit. Feels I don't know. Legit. I brought it up to Ricky Bow and I was like, hey, is there any chance for Hoskins to come back? He's like, you can, but you got to think like you're already a month out from the playoffs right now. Like he's got to get back into game shape and then take batting practice and then be back to where he was. So I don't know. That's a whole nother irrelevant Reese story. Hoskins, the Matt stairs of the 2023 playoff rips one into the night. <laughs> Just that, would be a, that would be awesome. Maybe could, it, it could, it could happen. It could, it could. Okay. Uh, a couple other stats here from Corey Seidman per uh, NBC sports, Philadelphia. Great follow Great. on Twitter. If you don't follow him already. Shout out. Uh, first one, Phillies are 49 and 26. In their last seventy-five games, not this was this was after this was after uh, Thursday's game after the Angels. Mm. Actually, sorry, this was before the the, the Angels game. Forty-nine and twenty-six in the last seventy-five. They are first in ERA with three thirty-five. That's surprising, actually. I know, I know. That's first in third in batting average at two sixty-five. Fourth in OPS at 760 or 796. Fourth in home runs with 112. And fifth in runs scored, 405. Wow. Wow. Pretty good. Pretty good. Those stats also indicate that that is some pretty entertaining baseball. Baseball. And yeah. The other thing that I have noticed is good Lord. The Bank right now is <gasps> not a place that you want to be if you are not wearing or representing Phillies red. That place right now looks to me like it did in the playoffs last year. It is so I'm getting chills. I'm getting chills. It is so loud. It is so packed. There is such it's so it, it makes sense. But the fans are matching the fans and the team. They are matching energies in every in every way, in every way. 
And ba- oh my god, baseball, baseball in Philly's back, dude. I going from barely making the playoffs last year to going to the World Series has completely transformed the Phillies fan base from yeah. complacent to ravenous. Yeah, ravenous but, is a good word. Yeah, I was. We're, at, we're I, definitely hungry for more because yes. the crowds that are happening right now are reminiscent, in my opinion, of the crowds we were starting to see when playoffs started. And ravenous yes. feels appropriate because I feel like. Once we started that last year, we were like, whoa, more. I forgot how freaking I want more. So awesome. Like we knew it was awesome, but I forgot how electric this sport can be this time of the year. It's a it's a different sport. It's a different sport. I think since 2012, Philadelphia forgot how fun baseball is, honestly, because the team sucked for so long. Yeah. That they just they forgot how fun baseball summer is. And so having been at the clinching game against the Braves in the NLDS, the clinching game against the Padres in the NLCS, the bedlam at the bank, and then being at the World Series, good, let alone it was the no hit. I don't care. We're going to forget that happened. Anyway, when I took Chase to the game last week, because I just wanted to see Gabe Kapler and boo him. Douchebag! I, I, I hate you, Gabe. Douchebag! I hate that guy. Take your ice cream and spit it out some more in San Francisco. Good, good riddance. I hate that guy. He's a I hate bag. I hate. I hate that clown. God. If you can't beat the clown, how are you gonna beat Fernando Tatis? <laughs> but just, I had to. I had to take Chase to a game. And it just happened to be where the announcers were in the alley. Got him the little photograph with Tom McCarthy and John Crock. I'm like, listen, guys, I'm sorry. I'm weaseling my way in here. But my little brother's turning 18. He's named after Chase Utley. Can we please get a picture? And Tom McCarthy was like, yeah, 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 my, my man. And then Ruben Amaro was like, absolutely. And then I had to, I had to pull Crock away from like 15 different people. No, sh- <laughs> no shock there because everyone wants to talk to John Crock. Everybody loves Crocky. But we, I was stand, I was standing in left field underneath Harry the K's uh, because we needed to book it so I could get home and go to work the next day, and I could, he could get back to the Lehigh Valley. So we were standing in left field to get out the gate as soon as that game ended. But it was the same exact spot where I was standing when the Braves lost and the Phillies wow. went to the NLCS, and I could not tell you the difference between the cheers that night and the cheers from last postseason. Which is, which is, that's a big thing to say, man. That is a big thing to say. I mean, those crowds were full. People were screaming. I was losing my mind, as was everybody around us. It was awesome. It was so good. That's a big thing to say, man. I And I agree. Like, I haven't been to a game in person, but as far as viewing from the TV, that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like. And I'm not just talking about including, but I'm not just talking about the Harper 300 home run. Obviously, that was monumental and magical and loud, but it's been more than that, man. And Dude, I think, I, I I think mean, both parties are involved in this. This is a fans thing, and this is a players thing, and they're embracing each other, and they're freaking flirting with each other right now, right? Like fans, fans and players are just like, just like – infatuated by each other right now it's so cool <laughs> other, other things to happen in august uh trey turner with a 19 game hit streak at home wow i think it's, it's either a 19 game hit streak total or at home i think it's at home 
for the Phillies, which is like top three all time. Bryce Harper hitting nice in the story so much better. Just yeah, you know how it started. And Bryce Harper in inside the park home run. So that's what I was gonna bring up when you when you made your comp just now. You know what that the easy comp for that Harper home run was, right? Center field wall hits the high wall on the left side of center field. Off the state farm sign in it. The state farm right. sign. You know, you know what that was reminiscent of. Do you remember? J- JT Real Mutas against the Braves. There it was. I was yeah. there. I was I rem- there for that. I, rem- I remember because I was there. You know what? My voice could hardly hold up for that. He's like round and first. I'm like, ah. He's round a second. I'm like, ah. Wait, Third. so you were at that? You were at the same Braves yes. game? I was, and I was from, I was with my family and I was like first base side, which just felt like a really good viewpoint of that. I watched Michael Harris go, oh no. <laughs> I want to say Michael Harris actually kind of collided with the wall a little bit on that one. So I don't, I don't know if he had like the big, like, Oh no moment. He did. He did. He hit the wall and had to re readjust himself. Yeah. Whereas I think, Oh my gosh, I can't remember the team. I think it was the giants. I think it was, it was. the giants that they're playing in just now. And I think that guy didn't quite hit the wall. I think he had the, a little bit more of the, Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, he got up was to the... the right fielder, dude, dude. Just... Jeez, see that's that, that's the beauty of of citizens bank park is that state that state farm wall off there in deep left center if you hit yeah. that i feel like it's guaranteed triple if not inside the parker if you can hustle that there's obviously there's nothing like a home run especially based on the context if it's a walk off or to take the lead there's nothing like that but there is always a special place for the inside the parker there's yes. all and it's different it's not the same so i don't think it's a fair comp um, but there is always a special place for the inside the Parker. It's just such a cool, it's, it's unique, beautiful, thing. and you don't see it very often. You, yeah, you just don't see it very often. And to just see a guy run the bases, and the just... way the way Harper does, <laughs> seeing him have it was better than almost anybody yeah. because his helmet's flying off, his mullet's going Hair crazy, he's looking his beard, so good, his right beard's now. flying in the wind. But and then, and then he gets home and he goes. <laughs> Uh, I don't know, but uh, Dan, 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 Dan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think we're forgetting the most memorable moment of August. What was that, Colin? Uh, Mr. Michael Lorenzen having a no hitter in his second start at home. Be like Mike, dude. On top of Wes Wilson hitting a home run in his first at bat in the major leagues. I like Mike, dude. Hell yeah, brah. Uh, hey, uh, did you, uh, are you and JT Real Muto, you know, getting along well as he makes the calls for the game and everything? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think J- JT and I get along really well. As soon as I got traded, he started looking at my YouTube videos and, you know, seeing how I call a game and he called that whole game. I didn't shake him off once. And thanks to him, we threw a no hitter. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> you know what? There's a lot to unpack there. There's a lot to say there. And there was a lot of controversy. They shouldn't keep them in. They should be mindful of playoffs. This guy's going to blow his arm out. You know You know what I'm thinking, though? I'm thinking, listen, man. Listen, suck, listen, man. Suck me. That's what. I get it. No, that's fair. That's warranted. It is absolutely warranted to say that, right? Grand scheme of things. But me, and I think you're this way, too. I think. I'm an emotional guy. I think of the emotions. I think of the culture. And you think of this guy's career. What are the chances that a guy like, no offense to him, 
don't want to belittle here, but what are the chances that Michael Lorenzen gets another even chance at a no hitter? Probably not terribly high. He's just not that guy. Even if he has a great rest of his career, he's not like a guy that is 10 strike. Yeah. He's just not that guy usually. Okay. And how cool is it that this guy that just Michael Lorenzen, okay. Uproots everything, new city, new everything. And then his second game, I believe, is just his, a new manager, right? New team, new manager, new catcher, new everything, man. And as great as that sounds, like, oh, he got to go from Detroit to Philadelphia. Any change is hard. Good or bad change, change is difficult. That's just that's just a fact. For his manager, I think, to go, listen, man, are you good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, coach. All right. You get 20 pitches. Like, for him, for him to, to do that, I think – you can't you can't underestimate that man i mean for the team to embrace him in that moment for the manager to give him the chance what the effect that has on the relationships on the culture as a whole that celebration was absolutely electric for lorenzen for everybody for the fans for everybody like it was a, a sort of a glue that kind of happened i think towards the the beginning of this whole crazy month right yeah yeah so, I, I just I I get it, but I don't think that you can underestimate the value at, at those other facets that that kind of thing has on the team, the culture, this new player who's just just got here. It's important, man, especially with baseball. These guys spend a lot of time together, man. Vibe, yeah. Vibes need to to quote our guy, Garrett Stubbs. Vibes need to stay high. Amen. Stay high. And so that is the definition of a manager and or coach reading the room, playing along, entrusting his guys, giving faith, which is the opposite of what John one Jonathan Gannon is doing in Arizona. I don't know if you've seen the video oh, that, that has been uh, circulating, but Jonathan Gannon is going to go down in a ball of fire. If you have not seen it on social media, look it up. Uh, Jonathan Gannon talking to his Cardinals players. It is an absolute joke. Choom, choom, choom. Yeah. You remember that? Choom, choom, choom. Speed cuts. <laughs> yeah. It's worse than that. It's him, talk uh... it's him talking to the auditorium of players. And the things that he is saying is the most awkward and unmotivating thing. Can't relate. He can't relate to the players. If you uh, if you haven't seen it, check Erock Eagles Instagram. I love Erock. Met the guy in mm. person. Absolutely fantastic social media presence on the Eagles. But anyway, yes, Rob Thompson displayed his faith in his players. the The players showed the resilience and and the response to that. Be like, yeah, let's yeah. go do this. And that I hope is what happens in the playoffs and the rest of the month going forward. So there's a lot, so much to talk about the Phillies. Honestly, I could talk to you about the Phillies for an hour and a half, but we don't have that much time. This is it. So, Last comments. I've okay. just been hearing so many things that have been coming out about how Thompson lets these guys do things that previous coaches didn't do. Kapler was a stats numbers guy. Mm. So in some ways, um, play by like, feel, not the analytics. Yeah, exactly. It's hard to just like genuinely connect that Someone's like hmm, collecting data, hacking into the main interface, the mainframe. And then you had the guy, the other guy was uh, what Girardi, who was just like a tough Larry Boa esque, maybe type guy, just like a tough, like Clyde. play hard kind of douchebag kind of guy, you know? And then you have this guy Thompson, who's just like, 
I just want to make sure everybody's healthy. Everybody's having fun out there. Another thing that he said recently, I've heard a couple of times, um, I think it was a reporter that said, you guys are 15 and 0, something like that. You know, last year, yeah, yeah. he goes, uh, the next goal will be uh, 20 increments of five. Amen. Incre- that's another quote increments of five he's just chill he's got this very chillness about him apparently he lets the players after the games they can have like a little scotch and talk about the game and the win and just like catch up he just he's a big vibe guy i think a big healthy health healthy guy but also vibe guy way more than these other statistical approaches or come on play hard play harder you know and it's working it is working Okay. And and I and with the leadership of the team, Harper, Schwarber, Cassianos, great leaders. And I think it's important to mention that they all kind of lead in a little bit different ways. Cassianos yes. is very yes. chill, yes. very chill. Wonderful quote about uh, the Trey Turner situation, how he's saying, like, listen, bro, in 10 years from now, Liam and I, my son, are going to be having a drink and we're going to still be watching Trey Turner for the Phillies. Like, it's important that he likes it here. You know, very chill. Very chill. Also, wow. pretty cool that we know his uh, son's name on a first name basis. Anyways, Harper, very passionate, very loud, very passionate, but you respect him because he leads with the big stick and he swings it too. And then Schwarber is kind of like somewhere in between. I just think mm, it's all good. Harper is the perfect good. place to play, uh, the perfect player to play in the city, as is Castellanos and Schwarber for all that matter, but all for different reasons. Oh, that. Yeah, the kissing of the jersey. Are the you kidding me? Of the jersey. I mean, look, can, can you? I don't care if it's pandering. We love it. Oh, I don't. Honestly, bro. The more you see it, the more you're like, this is not 100% pandering. It's just not. No, no, because he cares. Did you hear that he was listening to W? Every time when you walk in, when you come in, that's not pandering. That's not pandering. Yeah, I heard that guy Chuck from Mount Airy. He's hilarious. He calls all the time. I'm going to go hit a home run for Chuck. Dude, that's all they've been talking about on WIP the last like four days. Jesus. And it's awesome, though. He's smart. I think that he's smart about it. He realizes the implications of it. But I also think that it is real to some degree. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Genuinely. I I know. Well, clearly he listens to WIP enough to know that Chuck from Mount Airy calls a lot because he does. So, okay. Let's wrap this up in about five minutes. Let's talk a little. We talked about the past. Let's talk about the future. Little Phillies, little Eagles. Okay. Because we got to touch on the birds. Because I don't think we're going to talk before next Sunday. Before their home opener. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. I don't know. But now that it's football season, it's fall. My my schedule's winding down. I don't know about you, but we might have to do a little more more than a a once a month episode. Weekly. I think so. Weekly. I think so. Yeah. Sunday night or Monday night. Okay. So I have. I have. Phillies are 15 games over 500 right now. They're 74 and 59. They have 12 games against teams 500 or better yeah 13 excuse me 13 games against teams 500 or better coming up yeah what is going to be their record after they face the brewers for three the padres for three the marlins for three and the braves for four dg3 putting you on the record how many games over 500 are they going to be after those 13 okay 13 games two out of one to the brew crew Okay. And then is it a three or four game series against the Braves after the Brew Crew? No, it's it's Brew Crew and then three against the Fathers. Fathers. Okay, my apology. My All apologies. Good. I might have said um, it wrong. The Fathers, if we face Blake Snell, which I think we do, we'll probably lose one. Right now, you Darvish is out probably for the rest of the season for the Fathers. That bodes well for us. Yes, I wish you on anyone, but he's a great nope. pitcher and we've struggled against him at times. Um yeah. 
I'm hoping for two out of three. Okay, two so, so three. we're talking four or six through four, four out of six. Braves, we will. No, 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 Mar Marlins. Marlins, Marlins. Marlins. Um, they have a lot of good pitchers. They have a young They're guy. Pet, those pesky fish, they always kill but us. But they can't hit. Well, okay. I don't want to say it, but we're going to do one out of three of the Brewers. We're going to do two out of three to the Fathers. We're going to do two out of three to the Marlins. Okay. Okay. And then we have, is uh, now we have the Braves? Yes, Braves for four. At Philadelphia, question mark? Yes. Yes. That is big. In, in, in CBT. Strider just pitched. We might not face Strider. Their pitching is Max Fried is back. We're not talking until the Monday after Labor Day. So. The heart is going to overcome the brain here. Three out of four. Is yeah, yep. Let's might as well, might as well just be optimistic about this whole thing. Okay, so yeah. he's going one, one, one out of the Brewers series, two out of the Padres, two out of the Marlins, and three out of the Braves. Yeah. And I can I say this? Yes. The Brewers have some really, 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 really good pitching. We mm -hmm. just faced a bunch of teams that have really, 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 really bad pitching so please Fair. can we not overreact when we really have a hard time hitting the ball against tonight freddie peralta who's throwing like 10 strikeouts a game they have other guys too i don't know if we face corbin burns in this series he recently pitched but he's phenomenal let's just not overestimate let's not overreact to some hitting struggles against a team that really does have a lot of good pitching i just yes. i just it's important so if I'm I'm going on the record here, uh, I think they're taking two out of three from the Brewers because apparently the guy they're playing tomorrow is a triple-A call-up who nobody okay. knows. So that bodes well for the Phillies. So I'm taking two out of three from the Brewers, two out of three from the Pods. Uh, those are those six are on the road. Um, actually, he might you know, not face Blake Snell, actually. I think he pitches in this next series for them. I don't think we're going to face Blake Snell, which is good because he's a Cy Young guy right now. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I honestly hate to say it, but I think they're going to go one and two against the Marlins, even though it's at home. Pitchers. A lot of good pitchers. It's just the pesky fish. They hate us. Yeah. Anyway, so so we're talking uh, two, two, one. That's five out of nine for that series. And then a two and two against the Braves. Uh so seven and six. I'm I'm going one over five hundred. You're going three, but that's fair. The eternal I'm optimist. Sure. Well, you eight and five per per yeah. your per wow. prognostications. Yeah. Wow. yeah, yeah. So I believe I'm a believer. You are a believer. Hey, uh, real quick before we get off, can you come out for the Phillies Pirates series in late September? Do I have a date? You got a date for me? Uh, yeah, we're End of September. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, the 26th, 27th, 28th of September. The best bet would be the Thursday. I will look into that. That would be really awesome. I'll look into I would it. See I would love to. We'll, we'll see about it. We'll see about it. Okay. All right. And then last thing, we'll just touch on the Eagles here because we're uh, one less than a week away from the NFL season starting next Thursday night. What's Weird. the what's, what's the uh, what's the starting game? I don't and know. the home of the Chiefs versus the Chargers. Oh, fuck the Chiefs. That's a tradition. Did you know that tradition at yes, Kansas the City? Super Bowl, Super Bowl. Oh yeah, that yeah. It's kind I, of it's kind of awesome. Uh, it's kind of awesome. I hate the Chiefs. I res I respect the good tradition though. 
That's kind fun. of awesome. I still hate the Chiefs. Uh, uh, Eagles. We're, we're, go, we're going on the record here. I'm going on the record as saying it is a bust if they don't at least make it to the NFC Championship game. If not, I'm I mean, right. Super Bowl is like what we need to get to. But if they don't make it to the NFC Championship game, they lose in the second round and be like, Nope. It's just so hard with football, right? Because what goes hand in hand with success in football? Health. Bingo. Bingo! Absolutely oh. nailed it, Colin. Health. You know what? Health you know what is wealth? That gets me to the question I was actually going to ask you. Ooh, ten percent uh, battery. All right, that's fine. Um, Jalen Hurts, co uh, Jalen Hurts consensus most important player on the Eagles this year, right? Yeah. In yeah. some ways via position, but in some ways also talent. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Who is your second Ooh. most important player on the Eagles? Considering everything, wealth, health, position, skill, who is it? I know who mine is. I'm going to think out loud here. I'm going to think out loud. I know I, who mine is. And so I, I, you know I, me. I just said it. I'm a big culture guy. I'm a big leadership guy. So names that come to mind when I think about that, obviously Jason Kelsey is a big one that comes to mind huge leader on the team yep. he's the center i think he does far more between the lines than you could ever imagine just because of getting guys on the same page and leadership and being so freaking smart offense i think it's hard it's got to be offense i think defense yeah i think it's offense because i think the defense is a little bit more obviously if a cornerback went down could be really bad because the depth there is significant there's a big drop off but i'm gonna say offensive side I'm with you as far as 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 far as we're going right now. It's either going to be Jason Kelsey or a wide receiver because the running back depth, I think we've literally planned for injuries at the running back <laughs> position. You know, Trey Sermon. Um, See you. Uh, Devontae Smith is a game plan guy. You have to game plan. Or sorry, 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 sorry. He hit him. Yeah, but A.J. Brown is like. A game plan guy. Okay, You're going AJ. You know Brown. what, man? I put you I down really, on the record. Are you going AJ really Brown? I want to say Kelsey, man, because Do there's it. just I'm gonna. It's such a sloppy pick, but it's one of those two guys. I'll say Jason. I'll say Jason Kelsey. Okay, because the backup for him, I think, would be a huge drop off just in terms of leadership and IQ and respect. Right. Jason Kelsey can boss. Not that he does, but he can boss any of those other linemen around him because they have such respect for him. He's got gravitas. Exactly. Uh, you bring in another guy and the center seems to be the guy that needs to be the quote unquote quarterback of the offensive line. He's not going to be able to do that same thing. Probably would be Jason Cam, Cam Jurgens, I believe. Would right. Be the He's played two years or yeah, something like yeah. that. So, I, but I obviously a healthy respect for AJ Brown because who in the world could replace him? That's my answer. Okay, I I respect that. Uh, I I I can't argue with that. Mine is Lane Johnson. Because, so you're kind of a similar page. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Uh, I was on on similar wavelengths okay. with you with the offense, but I'm going Lane Johnson because I think the track record is speaking for spoke for itself in the games and win versus lost when he is in versus out of the lineup. Well it is it is a an incredibly large disparity when Lane Johnson is not on the team. And he might not be the most outspoken guy, but he might be the most talented guy mm. on the offensive line, pound for pound. And that's including Jordan Mailata. 
Is that because he hasn't let up a sack in four decades? Or? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think it's just because he's he's the brick wall of China on the right side of the offense. And, he can uh, sing a little bit. He can. Oh, you, wait. Who? They, all of them. But Lane Johnson, he's in the record. Yeah, yeah, he's he, on there. He was on the Christmas album? He's on yeah. the Christmas album? He yeah, he looks a little, little Charlie Brown. Lane Kelsey Mylotto. No, no one can sing like Mylotto, though. Jillian showed me the video the other day. She discovered the video of him singing at his wedding. The wedding. It was just like. So great. So good. It's unbelievable. So, hey. What a catch. I, I, I think we're, we're both on the same page. If the offensive line stays healthy, this team is making it as far as we can push them to. If Andy Reid has taught us one thing, it's offensive line matters. Sure does. He's so, also taught us that time management matters too, but that's and a time time source. Time source. Hey, so prediction: gotcha. Eagles seventeen games, win loss. What are you thinking? What's the record? Mm, to be fair, this is without looking at specific games. So they have a very tough schedule. They have a tough schedule, and I don't have the specific divisions they're playing right now in front of me. I think they're I think they're gonna do well against the own our own division though, man. Washington Commanders don't even have like a quarterback. They're trash. And the Giants don't even like have a quarterback. You uh, know, Danny, Danny, Danny Dimes is okay. He's pretty good. For for whatever. Uh, I uh, it, I'm not saying he's gonna lead him to the promised land, but like for if he, if he didn't have that ridiculously sneaky speed, I you know he's whatever. Kirk Cousins. But he does. He's but Kirk he does. Cousins. He plays well until the lights are shining bright. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I think that oh man, I think they could get like it's they were four, four, 14 and three last year. I don't think we're doing 14, right? I don't think we're doing 14, but I think we can get 11 or 12. I, I want to say 12. I'm going 12 too. I want to say 12, which is let's be fair. That's a high number. Oh, that yeah. would be a very good season. That's usually a number, is unrealistic, a in my opinion. 12, 12 wins, whether it's 16 or 17 games, is usually going to get you in the argument for the one seed, if not yeah. uh, outright. I just I think that last season was very fortunate in yes. terms of injuries. We were definitely more overlooked last year than this year, right? I mean, I don't even know if we were the favorites to win the division last year. Hertz took unbelievable steps forward, and this year... He's not going to he's not going to take the same steps forward that he took last year. It's impossible. Right? It's not exactly. It's not possible. If, if the max takes, if the max is 10, you can't go from 4 to 8 and then 8 to 12. Right. He he if he takes any steps forward this year, that bodes very well for us. Yes. You know. And if Swift, I think that I think as far as if you look at offensive positions, the biggest upgrade that could occur is probably the running back position. Mm -hmm. I think everything else, if it just stays the same or close to it, that's like pretty good. But if we can get, but I think there is room to get more out of the running back position. And if Swift can be as awesome as he, it feels like he could be, this offense could get better in that way. I think. I mean, and, and tight end. I think Goddard was injured for a, a decent bit of the year last year. I think they, there's room for uh, progression there. But they got Albert O. I mean, come on. What, what more could you that want? Than is, apparently, he's a good blocker. I know that he's very fast. I know that Alberto is very fast via Madden and their ratings. I didn't realize he could block. Apparently, he can block a little bit. I don't I don't, I don't know anything about Alberto other than Denver. his name. 
He's going to uh, be in great shape because he did his whole uh, training in uh, Denver. In the altitudes. Now he's coming to Philadelphia. He's going to be able to breathe for once. Gonna he's, going, awesome. he's going from altitude to sea level. I like that. I like that for us. Um, Boats well for us. So let me uh, – one one last thing, and then we'll, right. we'll, we'll wrap it up with uh, your, your word to the people. 8%. The last do – you, do you know what day the trade deadline is this year? I do, so I'm asking you. Um, no. It is Halloween. Ooh, spooky. Do you know the last time the trade deadline was on Halloween? I have a guess. It was 2017. <laughs> How Halloween <laughs> when they got Jay Ajayi. Oh, and then everybody's like, oh, Jay my Ajayi. Shout out Ricky Ricardo, who had some amazing Jay Ajayi calls. Yes, yes. I love Ricky Ricardo. Listen to him every know, He's the Spanish commentator for the Philadelphia Eagles. Also, and the New York Yankees, I believe. Yes, yes. Yankees. Uh, Still? Eagles, yes. And he, okay. also, he also does a Sunday night show on WIP. Oh, I don't yeah. know. I didn't know that. That's cool. Good for yeah. him. So I uh, listened to him on uh, sun, Sunday evenings. Sometimes the last time the trade deadline was on Halloween was 2017. Howie ween, as we called it. And the Eagles went on to win the Super Bowl. So good let's year. just hope. Let's hope that is a good premonition for things to come this year. So Dan Glass. That Halloween would be giving good omens. Let a, I hope that we have episode number hell 27. And the Eagles are in the Super Bowl 58. And we're talking Eagles Super Bowl champions of the world. Yeah, that would be awesome. Flag Dan, fly. Dan what, are, uh, what are your words for the people on the way out? Going to keep it simple here. Guys, just keep going right. That way you don't get left. Love that. Happy birthday, my younger brother, Chase. I'm about to go celebrate. Dan, great talking to you as always. Go, Phil. You are the man. Go, Phils. Uh, I am going to Penn State, West Virginia tomorrow. It's going to be a blast. Have college fun. college football is here. Football is here. Baseball postseason. It is a great time to be a sports fan. Dan, love you. Everybody, Nenen, thank you. you for listening. We'll talk later. Have a good week. And go, Birds. Go, Phils. Go, Birds. Go, Phils.